Escape to Summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra in on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right. The OG hair removal. Nair saves me so much time. And the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This is Teddy Teapot with Teddy Mellencamp. Guys, I am so excited to be joining you this week on Teddy Tea Pod with Dr. Tanya Altman. We are all feeling all kinds of ways these days from excited to stressed to brain fog. And we have questions about the vaccine and COVID and our kids and when will life go back to, you know, in quotes, normal. So I am grateful to bring on Dr. Tanya Altman. She is a UCLA trained pediatrician and a working mom. She's incredible. You can find her info at drtanya.com. Our most popular teapods are always when we open it up to the listeners' questions, because it's the questions we all have that 
just kind of stew in our own brain. We overthink where we really just need a professional's help. So thank you so much for joining us. And we have, just, we're going to flood you with questions. Is that all right? Definitely. I'm ready. Hit me. Okay, perfect. First one, for those who are going vaccine shopping, is there a vaccination you suggest over the other? So I know this sounds cliche because you hear it all the time on the news media from Dr. Fauci and everyone, but really the first shot you can get is the best one for you. We really want to get to herd immunity. We want to get back to more normal life. So I want everyone to get vaccinated as soon as it's their turn. And I really feel that all three vaccines that are currently available right now in the United States are safe and effective. Love that. And people are, you know, still so afraid. When do you think people will be in the clear? I did, I did quotes. I know you guys can't actually see me, but in the clear. So you mean in the clear to get back to normal life? Yes. Gee, well, um, that's um, it's a great question. And I wish I had a crystal ball to answer it for sure. I think in Southern California, where we're both based, things are getting a lot better right now. And I hope that we will have a little more um, normal of a summer. I'm even hoping that I can have my son's bar mitzvah with a gathering in our backyard this summer in Southern California. But I have to say that the reason why Dr. Walensky and the CDC is cautioning everyone to still be careful and not travel is because there are states where numbers are going up right now and they are headed to see really unfortunate situations like we did back in January here in Southern California. So it's gonna depend on where you live in the country, I think, how normal of a summer you will have. And for kids going to summer camp and kids going back to school, we're still gonna have some restrictions even in the fall, um, such as masking and distancing, but it hopefully will be a lot better than it is right now. And every week and every month, we will get back to a little more of a normal type of life. Since you brought up masking, is double masking more effective than one mask? Is there a certain mask you should really be wearing? So for kids, I think whichever mask they like to wear and they will properly wear that covers their nose and mouth tightly, is fine. Um, for adults, I think we know that the more layers, the better, right? So if you have a simple two-ply cloth mask and there's not a filter insert, then I would probably put a surgical mask on first and then your decorative mask on top. But if you have a high quality mask that fits properly, that has two or three layers with an insert, a filter, then I think that is fine to wear. Um, I've been double vaccinated, so I'm fully vaccinated. It's been more than two months since my second vaccine. So I've loosened up a little bit on my mask requirements. Now, if I'm, you know, out and about, I might wear, you know, a more fun, um, just simple two-ply cloth mask with a filter insert, whereas before I wore my N95 and face shield everywhere. That's what I was going to ask about the face shields, because I know at the kids' school and stuff like that, those, um, they would prefer a regular mask. So, but I do see, see some people out that are just in the shields. Are those even effective? You know, shields alone um, without a mask are, are not are not that much. I mean, it's a little layer of protection because it could catch some of those larger droplets. You know, someone can't really spit on you, but don't forget some of the smaller particles can fly out the sides. So you really need to cover your mouth and nose. Um, now there are some cases such as the speech therapist in my office, you know, in certain instances, she might just wear a face shield and stand six feet away from her student or client because they need to see her lips move. Um, and for hearing impaired people, that might be the only option we have. But for most people, you really need a mask covering your nose and mouth. 
And then one of the most asked questions that I got is, can we please talk about why once we're vaccinated, we still need to wear the mask? That's a great question. So, you know, I actually have not done a lot different since I've been vaccinated other than maybe, you know, not go as, um, not wear my N95s as much since they are so uncomfortable and wear more regular masks. The reason we all still need to mask is because even though the vaccines are very effective and new data shows that it's a lot less likely that a vaccinated person can actually catch the virus, be asymptomatic and transmit it, there is still a small risk there. So until we, until we really reach herd immunity, which means we have around 75 to 85% of people in our community that either have had the vaccine or have had COVID and have antibodies, we really all need to still practice all the public health measures because otherwise we're gonna keep seeing cases floating around. So it's gonna be a little bit of time before we say, okay, we don't need the masks anymore if you've already been vaccinated. Makes sense. And then how come we're seeing more uh, for the second dose? How come it seems to be that people are getting that get Moderna are having a stronger reaction than Pfizer? Or is that just one of those like rumors out there that really isn't true? You know, I think with the second dose of the vaccine, and it has to do with the way the first dose of the vaccine is the first time, you know, your body's going to make and see these spike proteins and start making antibody response. So with the second shot of the vaccine, just like when people who have had COVID are vaccinated, when you already have circulating antibodies, you do tend to see a little more of an immune response. So that's why you might feel a little more of this, um, of the side effects and immune response in your body. It's not dangerous, but it can be uncomfortable if you have, you know, fever, chills, aches and pains. Um, and I kind of feel that I'm seeing it the same with my patients and, you know, I'm a pediatrician, but when I say patients, I mean the parents and the grandparents. <laughs> I talk to them and help them out, you know, just as much as I do my own patients. I feel like it's across the board with all the vaccines um, and more so in people that have had COVID in the past or it's the second dose, again, because their body has already seen this spike protein and has some antibodies circulating already. So I know it's a bummer and a little uncomfortable that you might have to stay home for a day or two and rest, but I think it is well worth it in the long run to get that higher level of protection that the vaccine produces that we know natural infection with COVID cannot provide. And for those that get like either the pain in the arm or are actually having stronger symptoms, do you recommend an Advil or Tylenol or does it make a difference? So I think if you need, if you're uncomfortable and you need to take something, I think you can take ibuprofen or acetaminophen. Um, now, when I got my vaccine back in December, I was one of the first. Back then, that was before they said, hey, hold off on ibuprofen and acetaminophen until you need it and your body mounts an immune response. So I actually took ibuprofen around the clock um, <laughs> any symptoms because I didn't want to be uncomfortable and I had to go to work. And I still mounted a full immune response because I did blood work to show that. So I do think with the, with the more recent data, I recommend that people wait until they start feeling uncomfortable. And then if you're so uncomfortable that you need it, go ahead and take either one. Some doctors are preferring acetaminophen over ibuprofen. I don't really have a preference. If you need it, I don't want you to be uncomfortable. Makes sense. And then what would you say to women who are pregnant? Would you wait to get the vaccine or would you get it while pregnant? So of course you should always talk to your own OB-GYN um, when you're making this decision. But I do feel that enough pregnant women have gotten the vaccine. Now pregnant women were not included in the initial studies because unfortunately we can't do studies very often on pregnant women, but enough got pregnant 
while they got the vaccine. Um, there have been thousands of healthcare providers that chose to get the vaccine when they were pregnant. Um, and the data shows that it is safe and effective for pregnant women and breastfeeding women um, based on what we know so far. And also we are seeing antibodies in the babies. So that actually means that it would not only protect you, but also protect your baby when they are born for a little bit of time until they are old enough to hopefully get their own vaccine, which next year we may be giving COVID vaccines to six month olds and older. So oh, wow. talk to your own doctor, but I would get it myself if I were pregnant or breastfeeding. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. It takes so much time out of your day and you may cut yourself by accident. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Not only do I love my Nair, my daughter Slate does as well. My mom used to let me Nair when I was her age, but it was not the best smell back then. But now, Nair smells so dang good. Nair will save so much time, and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. Like I said, they all smell amazing. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. I also recommend the Nourishing Oat Milk and Vanilla Body Cream. I swear, the scent lasts on your body for hours. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. 
Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. So, when do you think kids will start getting vaccinated, and do you think they're going to make that a requirement in the schools? So Pfizer just released their data for kids 12 through 15, and it did show that the vaccine was 100% effective um, and that it was well tolerated, which is amazing. Um, and I think that's what you know we're going to see with Moderna in the next few weeks when they release their data as well. So then what they do is something called age de-escalation, where they keep going down lower on the kids' ages. So Pfizer is now in their trials for kids age um, six through 11. And then after that, they will go down to the younger ones even. So I am very hopeful that by the fall, the vaccine will be available for everyone 12 and up. So that means middle school and high schoolers will be able to get vaccinated by the fall. Um, And my older boys right now are um, 12 and sorry, 13 and 15. They, They keep They keep growing. I forget how old they are. (laughs) My younger one is six. So I think my two older boys will be able to get their vaccine by fall, which is amazing. I'm hoping even by July so we can go on vacation. But my six-year-old, the younger kids may not be until next year. Um, In terms of will it be required for schools? So usually, so the way it works is right now the COVID vaccines have something called an emergency youth authorization EUA. It's gonna take some time before they get official FDA approval. A vaccine really can't be mandated by a state until it's FDA approved. And historically, all vaccine mandates have come from the state level, not from the school. So I think, although I would love nothing more than to have all kids vaccinated, I think it's gonna be another full year before states start considering, should it be mandated for school? Because I know in the past for like different summer camps and stuff like that, not, I mean, obviously not the COVID vaccine, but they've had us go to our pediatrician, make sure that it's filled out, that they're up to date on their vaccinations or they can't go to the particular camp. Like, do you think that that is in the future, maybe not schools, but camps, do you think that type of thing is going to start to rotate over as well? It potentially could. I mean, I've been talking to a lot of summer camps across the country and some camps 
are deciding, should we make it a requirement for our counselors and faculty to get the vaccine? Um, to that, give another level of protect, layer of protection for the kids. Um, I don't think it can be mandated until it's available for that specific age group. So I think it is gonna vary. Um, you know, public schools have to wait for state guidance, independent and private schools can make their own rules. But then again, it gets to the whole, you know, like, do you want to mandate it if it's not yet FDA approved? I think, I think it's going to be a little bit, a little bit longer before it is an official mandate. I have heard some colleges that are going to be mandating it for the fall, especially for kids living in the dorms, right? So you could say, if you're going to live in the dorms, it's mandated. If you're going to live off campus, we strongly, um, we strongly encourage it. Um, or we expect you to get it, but they don't want to specifically mandate it yet. Right. And I actually, I, my daughter, my one-year-old, she had her checkup recently and I, she, anytime we go anywhere, it's either she's going to the doctor or she also has one of those doc bands. So like she has stranger danger because she's like, you're either taking me to get a shot or to get my helmet adjusted. Like, where are we going? So I asked her, I said, listen, I saw that like my gyms and those types of places are starting to open up. Like, what should I, I I'm feeling bad because anytime that Dove sees anybody, she gets scared. She despises being in the car like she's a complete you know quarantine baby like should I be starting to do those things and she said listen I think you should 100% wait until after spring break see what happens with the new variant and know that because Dove has her siblings she is having enough stimulation so you don't need to have any mom guilt about the amount of things that she's doing outside of the house but what are your thoughts on that because i know there's a lot of us that are just like you know the way i used to take my older kids when they were babies out to lunch with me every you know like we did things and i my husband and i were talking we've never once gone out to eat with Tom. <laughs> like yeah, you know, and honestly, with the third child, that often happens anyway, right, in non-COVID times, because it's harder to take three kids anywhere. I mean, I think it is going to be a little bit of a transition for these kids that haven't been out and about around other people. That said, she is getting so much love and stimulation from you guys at home, from the other siblings. I know my six-year-old has never had as much contact with his older brothers, right? I make them play with him every day. And when I get home, I also make sure that I really spend time with him. So I think they will readjust pretty quickly. That said, you don't have to go from doing nothing to like, okay, we're going to an indoor gym class. What about a park play date with a family you know with one child around her age, right, where the kids are outdoors and playing a little distance? Because anything outdoors is safer than indoors, and especially if the parents have been vaccinated and the older kids wear masks. So I think there might be some ways where you could do a little bit safer interaction, so that way she does get to see kids a little bit. But I don't think it's absolutely necessary. There's nothing wrong with waiting a few more months and then starting play dates with her. But I agree that going to an indoor um, play gym with a bunch of unmasked one-year-olds does make me a little nervous right now even though our um, community rate is really low right now in the areas that we live in which is amazing um, I would still hold off on that a little longer and, and while we were just talking Kyle Richards just texted me and she's like hey can you please ask Dr. Tanya which is the best vaccine if you have anaphylactic allergies, example, penicillin, bees, horses, et cetera? 
I better report back to her. I have had to go off topic to ask real quick because I cannot forget. Definitely. So there, there really isn't a lot of data on that. Um, that said, people with severe anaphylactic allergies have gotten all three vaccines and done fine. Usually your doctor will say, I want you to take your EpiPen with you. I want you to take Zyrtec with you um, and let them know. And they're going to watch you for probably a half an hour instead of 15 minutes after your shot in case you have any sort of reaction and you're going to immediately take that Zyrtec, you know, take your EpiPen if you need it. Um, I have had doctor friends that have serious anaphylactic reaction that went to the hospital to get their vaccine with all of that and they all did fine, but I want you to check with your own doctor. Um, I still think there is a way to safely get you the vaccine. I just want you to be watched a little bit more and have all of that medication with you that you would take if you got that bee sting or had that anaphylactic reaction. And then the next thing is supplements, vitamins. Is there something you should be taking as a household that's going to keep you extra protected? Like what's best for kids, what's best for adults, like in general, regardless of COVID or not? Sure. So I have to tell you, Teddy, that, um, you know, I'm really into nutrition and supplements and overall wellness. I have a little bit more of an integrative practice here at Calabasas Pediatrics Wellness Center. So I do recommend supplements depending on my family's diet and lifestyle, because we, it is better to get your nutrition from food. That said, I find that many kids aren't getting enough vitamin D in their diet. And so that's why vitamin D is recommended pretty much for everybody. Um, during COVID and doing, during cold and flu season, I have in some cases recommended that my patients take extra vitamin C, extra zinc. Um, for my patients that maybe have some issues fo um, focusing and concentrating at school, like maybe ADHD type symptoms, trouble sleeping, anxiety or depression, then I'll often use omegas or magnesium. So it really depends on the family that I'm dealing with. That said, the other thing to remember is that supplements are not FDA um, approved or cleared in our, in our country. And I recently had a case with an adult patient um, that had some liver issues, probably from a contaminated supplement. So I am very cautious. Um, more recently, I'm more cautious about supplements in my patients um, until we get some oversight here in the United States or um, I've been talking to the Clean Label Project as well about testing certain vitamins and supplements that I do like to use in my practice. So I would say um, in many cases, I do recommend supplements for my families, but talk to your own pediatrician, of course, because it's important that they know, you know what your child and what you are on. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. 
Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try DashPass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, DashPass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for DashPass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for DashPass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. It takes so much time out of your day and you may cut yourself by accident. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Not only do I love my Nair, my daughter Slate does as well. My mom used to let me Nair when I was her age, but it was not the best smell back then. But now, Nair smells so dang good. Nair will save so much time, and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin Four days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. Like I said, they all smell amazing. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. I also recommend the Nourishing Oat Milk and Vanilla Body Cream. I swear, the scent lasts on your body for hours. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. And why do you think you know most of us have more brain fog since this has all started than than before? Like I've, I've me personally, even from my own clients, myself, just in general, you know, you, some days you wake up and you feel good and you feel present. And then just some days you really feel like you're just pushing through the fog to get through. 
Why do you think that is? Yeah, you know, I think there's several reasons, right? I mean, a lot of us are indoors more. I mean, luckily now in Southern California, the weather weather's beautiful. So I let everybody know you need to be outdoors every day for at least an hour, even those kids that are on Zoom school all day long. Make sure you're getting enough sleep. I think COVID has added extra stress to all of our lives. I know, you know, I don't sleep as well as I used to. Um, I think we're also worried about everything and trying to be cautious and not do the wrong thing and not accidentally get exposed and bring COVID home. So I think it's just a combination of we all are leading much more stressful, anxious lives right now. Um, and that is just really taking a wear and tear on all of our mental health, which is why, you know, making sure that you are in a good place, that you're spending time, you know, for yourself as a mom, because if you're foggy and stressed and exhausted. You, you can't take care of the kids, right? So it's important to make sure that you take care of yourself first. And um, teach your kids, you know, that um, sleep and nutrition and stress reduction and being mindful and sitting outdoors every day and exercising is so important for their overall well-being. Those are, those are tools that will really help them as they get older. I love the outdoors an hour a day because it really is a game changer. I know like when I have sunshine, even just to go on a walk, have a little sunshine immediately, I can like just take that breath. Um, the next one is on drinking. And this one comes from Lisa Renna. How much vodka is too much vodka? But I mean, not just vodka, but you hear really about a lot of people these days are like, oh, you know, I'm just having a glass of wine a night to take the edge off or whatever it may be. What do you think is too much? So that's a great question. I'm sure that my level of vodka is different from Lisa's level of vodka, right? <laughs> but we can handle every night. Um, so I think, again, it goes back to sort of your overall health and well-being and how much you can tolerate. So if you're a healthy person and your doctor feels that a glass of wine every night or a few times a week is fine, then I think that's okay. I would defer to your, to your doctor. But if you find that you're waking up tired in the morning, that you can't focus, you can't concentrate, you know, you're just really run down, I would probably take a cleanse break and maybe go off of the drinking for, you know, a little while and try to really focus on nutrition and wellness. Um, and then when you're feeling back to yourself, then maybe you can add in the occasional, you know, once in a while, uh, drink of alcohol. And people's favorite question to ask me is like, if you're trying to be healthy, what alcohol do you drink? And for me, I'm like, I don't choose to drink alcohol because I'm trying to be healthy. If I'm going to have a drink, it's something that I like. But what do you think would is the most, I know, you know, for a while it was, I always heard red wine is you know, the best for the heart benefits. And then I heard actually it's tequila, you know, like, so what are your thoughts? So I still think the data and research would show that red wine is the best for your heart. It's the best for your cholesterol. Um, again, you can talk to your own doctor about that. I think, you know, for some people, heart alcohol is harder for their liver and for them to, you know, metabolize. So um, I know plenty of the parents and grandparents in my practice, especially if they've had COVID, if they have liver issues, they're sticking with that red wine. But again, I think it's whatever you are used to and whatever sort of helps you out. Um, as a pediatrician, I don't often recommend alcohol or diabetes <laughs> on it very often. So I would say as little as you need for that effect that you want is probably the best solution. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's the information we all need to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't say, hey, do three shots of this every day. <laughs> You're like, what? And then another 
Okay, this one keeps coming in about babies and I haven't noticed this to be true. I Maybe it is, but have you noticed that babies that have formula have more digestive issues than babies that have breast milk? So that's a good question. And um, often the answer is yes. Now it's sort of a multifactorial response, right? We know that breast milk is the easiest to digest. It's the best for baby, but also breast milk feeds the good gut bacteria that, and, and it's the bad gut bacteria that usually causes the colic, the tummy issues, the gas, the fussiness. So therefore the most ideal situation to have a happy baby with better digestion and less colic would be um, having a good, good gut microbiome, which would mean a normal vaginal delivery where the mom's um, good gut bacteria goes on to colonize the baby or supplementing with um, activated B. infantis, which is the good gut bacteria that research has shown that babies need for long-term health, for their immune development and for their digestion. Um, and then the breast milk to feed that good gut bacteria, that would really be the ideal situation. Now, that's not possible for everybody and that's okay. So if I have a formula fed baby that's colicky, I might still give them the Avivo probiotic that I recommend because I do feel like that's the one with the most research behind it. Um, I might choose a formula that's more hypoallergenic. I think there's a lot of different factors that come into play. So, and that's sort of what pediatricians are trained to do. So talk to your pediatrician, let them sort of evaluate your baby, if these symptoms are normal or not, if you need to change what your baby is feeding, add in a probiotic or another type of medication. Um, but yes, um, the, so the, the short answer is yes, historically breastfed babies do better than formula fed babies in terms of gut issues. And what about once you transition to, you know, from either breast milk or um, formula, do you recommend like an organic whole milk or an oat milk or an almond milk? Or do you think to each his own, you know? Sure. So I'm actually a big dairy person for kids because I do think that dairy um, has the best form of calcium and vitamin D for growing kids. And there is a lot of data that shows that kids raised on milk alternatives don't grow quite as well. Now that said, if my families come to me and say, we're vegan, we drink oat milk, we drink whatever type of milk it is, I'll say, that's fine. Let me see the ingredients because I wanna make sure I supplement their diet with other things that they need. So, um, so if you're asking me and your family's fine with dairy and you guys tolerate dairy, okay, I would prefer transitioning to an organic whole milk dairy. But if you want something else, I will work with my families on the way to get all that proper nutrition into their kids' diet that they need. And I know that you um, have to I, you have to go soon. So in closing, is there anything like that I haven't asked that you think is something that everybody needs to know, needs to do, needs to hear in this moment? You know, I think I keep hearing from so many families just how um, hard it's been during COVID, right? To be home with their kids, to not be able to do all their normal activities. And I just want to remind everyone that this is time that you can never get back with your family, right? And so if you really try to make the most of it, and I know it's exhausting and crazy, right? You know, I have three kids too, and a husband at home who's working from home right now. <laughs> Luckily, I get to leave every day. I think that's what's what saved us a little bit. Um, but, you know, this will end and your kids are going to look back and all they're going to remember from COVID is how safe they felt at home with mom and dad or whatever your family unit is and all that amazing extra time they spent with you and all the experiences that you had as a family. So as much as you can really try to make this a safe 
fun time for them. That's what they're going to take out of this. If you don't expose them to the stress and the worry about not having enough toilet paper, they're not going to remember that stuff. So I think, um, although I know it's, it's very hard for so many, I think there are ways to sort of spin this that when we look back 10 years from now, our kids will say, wow, remember that year where we spent at home and we couldn't go on vacation and we camped in a tent in the family room and, you know, we ordered our groceries and some days we had to like make dinner with whatever was in the cupboard and how fun was that time, you know? So I would say just try to make it enjoyable for your kids and support them and love them and they will be fine. Oh, such good advice and tr so true. Thank you so much for joining us. And I, I hope to see you again soon. Thanks, Teddy. I hope to see you again soon. Stay safe. Appreciate it. For more information about Dr. Tanya Altman's concierge pediatric practice at the Calabasas Pediatrics Wellness Center, visit calabasasped.com. C-A-L-A-B-A-S-A-S-P-E-D-S.com. Thanks you guys so much for tuning into this week's Teddy Teapot. I know that that gave me a huge sigh of relief that we are all doing the best that we can if we continue to take this moment to focus on being there for our friends, our family, our kids, and just enjoy the time that we have because we will never get it back. Then I feel like honestly, true, amazing, great times are ahead. Let's end this on a positive note. Have an amazing day and I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to Teddy Teapot on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Staying consistent is hard, but it's important if you want to see results. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies right now, and they're one of the only brands that are committed to your health. They only use the cleanest and purest ingredients in their formulas. No seed oils, no preservatives, or toxins. Let me walk you through my morning routine. I wake up, make my coffee, and then make sure to fill my water with Symbiotica Pure Hydration before my early morning workout. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and I've loved every supplement I've tried so far. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code POD for 15% off your subscription order. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is 
and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877-351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.